Hello, this is Collective Noun Radio. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Oh, we're in mourning tonight, Zach, as a Brisbane landmark closes its doors on Sunday. Unfortunately, Sizzler Tawong mm. will no longer be a thing. No, the cheesy bread has uh, been put away for good. The salad bar is uh, shutting down. To be honest, that one's for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> That's health and safety. I've skipped right through the five stages of, of grief this week. Already, Zach. I've gone through denial, anger, bargaining. I'm currently in the depression stage. I'm just feeling flat about it all. I hope I'll reach acceptance by Sunday. Have you? done a last minute visit. <laughs> oh, I'm planning one over the weekend. Okay. I'll be there and you know how, uh, you always know Sizzle's all you can eat, right? Yeah. You've known that all along. This weekend, it really will be all I can eat. You can, you're going to push it. I'm not leaving that store, Zach, until I physically cannot swallow another mouthful. Well, you know what? They probably can't finish, they probably can't shut up the doors until all the food's gone. <laughs> this is like when my local video easy <laughs> shut down and they started selling all their DVDs for like a dollar because they just had to get rid of stock. I'm going to go in the last day on the Sunday and have all the cheesy bread. That's a great idea. I'll join you. <laughs> uh, a little later on, we do want to reflect on your Sizzler memories, not just necessarily to Wong, but, but as we say goodbye to one of the most famous Sizzlers, uh, reflecting back on, on the memories they've brought us. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Uh, Zach, today I was accused of committing a crime that, if found guilty, uh, carries a one-year prison sentence. Wow. Mm. You're not as nervous as I thought you'd be because usually... If there was even a hint of you breaking the law, <laughs> uh, you would have dobbed yourself in by now. Uh, my name has been cleared, okay. thankfully. But yeah, no, I would totally snitch as well on other prisoners to get my, my prison sentence shortened. You would walk into the police station with a whole book. <laughs> this is what I've been collecting. <laughs> this is what I know about my family members. <laughs> my dad's been torrenting. <laughs> my mum hasn't paid taxes in years. <laughs> um, but, but here's the thing, right? So I uh, was at the local convenience store just buying a few groceries and I went up to pay. And I reckon I've exclusively used PayPass for two years now, right? Uh. I get to the front, no PayPass at this machine. So I'm freaking out because here's what's happened. I've forgotten my PIN number. Yes. I wondered if this is happening to people. Yes. It's, I've been using PayPass for so long that I honestly did not remember my PIN number. Okay. I, I just blanked. And you know what happens when you're standing there with your credit card and you don't know the PIN number? Looks like you've stolen a credit card. So what did you do? Because you can sign, can't you? Uh, no, I think you have to have that option. I don't know. At least Was she... it a credit card or debit card? Debit card. Okay, no, you can't sign right. for that. Well, she certainly didn't offer me the option of signing. She was uh, quite an abrasive woman and yes. instantly thought that I had stolen and said, whose card is it? Really? Which I don't know. I mean, what was she going to do? Place me under citizen's arrest? <laughs> I'm not sure how she saw that situation well, unfold. Because like, this convenience store would have had automatic doors. So she couldn't <laughs> have even locked them. They're the opposite of a jail. <laughs> Right, so what I ended up doing was I, I basically said, well, uh, this is what's happened. I've forgotten my pin. She didn't buy my story. But I said, I can't buy these groceries. So yeah, said, that's always embarrassing, that. Well, the, the more embarrassing thing is normally they're like, all right, leave them here. We'll put them back. She went got me to go and put back all the groceries where I found them. Really? Yes. So I'm there in the freezer aisle putting the ice cream back in the freezer. And suddenly I realize I've got a part-time job at Foodworks. Someone comes up to you and goes, uh, where's the pass? You go, oh, I'll <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Dom, it's getting harder and harder these days to determine what's real technology and what's fake technology. That's why we've come up with this game. App or crap? The way it works, Dom, I'm going to pitch two apps at you. One is a real app. One is a fake one. you got to tell me which is which. Okay, let's get straight into it. What's the, the theme this week? Uh, pets. Pets, okay. Dogs in particular. Oh, that's Henny. It's my dog's birthday tomorrow. Is it? Yeah, Bobby turns uh, 13 tomorrow, so... 
Ooh, old age. Well, let's not go into that. I'll cry. Uh, <laughs> all right, what do we got? Well, this was timely for your dog's birthday then. <laughs> right. Uh, we have the first one. first one is called Fetch. Fetch, okay. And this is a Shazam for dogs. So you take a picture and it will tell you what breed it is. Oh, what? Yeah. So you take a picture of a dog or upload a picture of a dog. Yeah. And it will like scan it. Can, can it pick up crossbreeds? Um, it can. There's a little note on it that says struggles on crossbreeds. Okay, right, right, right. But so working it, on it. It would have to run on the more popular crossbreeds. I think so, yeah. Right, that makes sense. So what does what it, does it like run it by a database? Does it send it off to a team? I think it uses it? like the similar technology. You know how Facebook can detect... Uh, oh. Whose face is whose when you upload it, and That's it suggests right. a tag. It does the same thing, but for dogs. Okay. So that one's called Fetch. That's it's handy. Shazam for dogs. Yep. Uh, the second one I know you're going to love, Dom, because okay. you were just talking about this the other night. It's called Dog Translator. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. And what it does is if you play your dog's bark into it, yeah. it will tell you what your dog's thinking, which you had that problem the other night. Is that right? Uh, I did. My, my dog kept following me around and barking at me. I didn't know what he wanted, so I Googled, what's my dog trying to say to me? I don't have a dog at home. So I couldn't test this out, but I've done a bit of a dummy up to see what this would sound like. So uh, just that sound effect there. That's. I'm hungry. See, so that's what like a dog might sound like. <laughs> okay, right. I've also done one up for your dog, Bobby, though. Okay. Um, so this is what that would sound like. I don't respect you, Dom. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what your dog wants to say to you. <laughs> that come from? All right, you don't need to be... I don't know why you attack me and my dog. He's beautiful. I'm not attacking you. That's Dog Translator, the app. Okay, I reckon it's as reliable as Google Translate. We got Dog Translator and Fetch. Yeah. Uh, which one is the real app and which one's fake? Does Dog Translator try to claim to be 100% accurate or is it more like a joking app? Um... Accurate. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, it can't be true and it's got to be Fetch is the real one. Correct. Fetch is the real one, the Shazam for dogs. Now, Dom, it actually has an extra feature where you can upload pictures of humans oh, yeah. and it will tell you what dog breed you are. Oh, no. I've already done it for you. <laughs> oh, no. Do you want to see what it came up with? Well, not really, because once I've seen it, I can't unsee it. I'm going to pass this screenshot over and I want you to oh, read this out. Okay. Flattering photo of me. You've <laughs> Dom's just seen it. What is it, mate? <laughs> Rottweiler. Loves its family. Protective... <laughs> Big boned and well muscled. <laughs> is the app accurate or what? <laughs> For the uni students pulling an all nighter, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. A very sad week for Brisbane this week, Zach, as Tawong Sizzla, an institution of the River City, shuts down on Sunday. So tonight, as a bit of a tribute, we're just going back over some of our favourite Sizzler stories. It's sad, Dom, but it's also inspirational because we can reflect mm. on what an impact Sizzler has had on our lives. Oh, certainly my life. You can physically see the impact Sizzler has had on my life, I think. My Sizzler story, Dom, uh, I was in year 12. There was about 10 to 15 of us boys who went mm. to Sizzler. And we took all you can eat pretty seriously back then. Of course, as, as any child does. What we did... After our meal had finished, we thought maybe we could take some stuff with us. Right, a doggy bag. Right, but we went up to the salad bar, and you would know at Sizzler, they have a lot of fruit that's a decoration <laughs> around yeah. the place. So there's full watermelons, pineapples, a whole array of very large fruit. It, it, it does look like a almost a fruit shop, actually. They've got a lot of fruit there. So we just all picked up one of those and left with them. Oh, really? Yeah, and pretty much all the fruit they had. Of course, the staff of Sizzler would just happily see you out because that's the place Sizzler was. I don't know they did. We did have to put it under our <laughs> shirts. So that did indicate that maybe you weren't allowed to do it. Is that what sent them bankrupt? That could be why they're oh, shutting. We're one watermelon down. <laughs> 
131060. Look, we do want to hear your Sizzler memories, Zach. Mine uh, take, uh, took place in the summer of 04 at the Carindale Sizzler. I went with my family and family friends, and the kid from that family and I, um, you know, all you can eat are words that as an adult, they make you wary. Mm. But as a kid, there's no better combination of words in the English language. We uh, had 12 bowls of dessert each that night, my friend and I. 12 bowls. And did he mix it up, or is it just ice cream and sprinkles for all of them? Oh, well, he had ice cream and sprinkles. He had a bit of chocolate mousse. For me, it was 12 straight bowls of jelly. (laughs) They had to replace the jelly twice just because of me that night. (laughs) You came back the next week, and they're like, oh, no, we don't have enough jelly. (laughs) Are you talking about the frog in Uh, the pond? It had a... um, they had Freddos in them too, didn't they? Yes, you could do that. You could get that. Oh, you didn't. You're traditionalist. You're just straight jelly. Um, I would make my own sometimes frogs in the pond. Whatever you want to do, basically. I remember once I had jelly with spaghetti as well. So I just you'd make your own combinations at Sizzler. You that had was jelly and spaghetti. Isn't that what Sizzler was for, though? Yes, it was for let, experimenting. Let your imagination run wild in the salad bar. I guess that's what we want. Thirteen ten sixty. Your Sizzler stories. We're reminiscing on some Sizzler stories. Some memories, might you say, Zach? Some, some of the happier times. The of good, Sizzler. the bad, um, the odd. <laughs> I'd say the odd. We asked on thirteen ten sixty for your Sizzler stories, Nick. As we reflect in such an emotional time, what's your story? Yeah, hey, Nick. What is it? Sorry, hello. Yeah, um, yeah. I just uh, my girlfriend was hungry. She was outside um, of uh, Carindale Sizzlers. Mm. And uh, she was really hungry, and she, she, you know, she wanted something to eat. So uh, I didn't have no money. I sort of, I wanted sizzlers too. So I went and got a, a, a salad bowl, filled up a salad bowl, and uh, walked back out again. Did you, Nick? <laughs> no payment. Yeah. So basically, Nick, you just no stole payment, from Sizzler. No, no payment. No, um, I, I safely got away too. Do you think it was wise calling up with your real name, Nick? <laughs> Was that a was that a smart no, decision? No, well, it's, Nick's not my real name. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> and can I just say, Zach? I think um, you mentioned that you stole fruit from Sizzler when you were in grade twelve. Yes. Nick has just mentioned that he stole from Sizzler. No, I, I paid for that fruit. It was all you can eat. Oh. <laughs> they don't specify the time frame. I'm just I was going to eat that at home. If maybe that is why they've uh, struggled to stay in business, we might be starting to narrow this down. We're actually got to produce a Michael in studio with us at the moment, Michael, because. You've got a Sizzler story as well. And, and you know what? At an emotional time like mm. this, everyone can share. Share them around. Yeah. Um, so my uh, my half-brother actually proposed at Sizzler. Really? really? Yeah. Which yeah. Sizzler? Uh, Brookside Sizzler. Sizzler Brookside. Good yep. Sizzler. And, and what? Did he hide the ring in the potato bake? Or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I don't know the specifics, but um, they were engaged for quite a while and almost got married. Oh, it didn't work out. No, it didn't. Just okay. like Sizzler itself, it didn't work out. She realised, why would I have one boyfriend when I can have the salad bar of boyfriends? That's right. This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Dom, today I think I've witnessed a deal breaker for personal trainers. Okay. I was in the park this afternoon having a lovely time, and it was a park where lots of people do those group personal trainers, you know, uh, like boot camps, I think they are. They kind of circle around the PT and they all do what he's doing. I've seen this happen a lot, and I've strolled right on by. I saw numerous things that PTs were doing that I was like, if I saw my PT doing that, fired. What, like charging for an unnecessary service? Things like that? Rich coming from you, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair call. I probably could use one. Um, I'll cop that. (laughs) But what sort of things? First one. Um, this lady was crouching on her phone while everyone were doing um, like push-ups. <laughs> the PT was. Yeah, she was checking Instagram. I assume so. I don't. Possibly posting some fitspo. <laughs> Maybe 
but it looked like that she was, you know, lazing off. And it's yeah, like, right. that's the opposite of what you're meant to be doing, isn't yes. it? Yes. Like, get off your ass, get off the phone. That's what they say to us. <laughs> you can't be doing that. I don't want to be seeing you do that while I'm working out. Are you allowed to get mad at the PT back or is it a one-way anger <laughs> yes. system? I've never known. It's because they yell at you. They go, push harder. Can you go back and... It's and... the common thing, though, in PT, isn't it? It's like, well, can you do it? Like, that's exactly. the whole idea. I want to be able to see that you can do what you're asking me to. I've had one PT session, Zach, mm. in my life. And when I went along, he, he got me to to do this repetition of the weights, right? And it was probably on the fourth repetition of 20. When I looked up and, and I just thought, I don't know if you could possibly do this and you're asking me to put myself through this pain. I will point out, I mm. was sitting in the park drinking an iced coffee <laughs> and eating Nutella wafer biscuits. <laughs> However, I still think the next thing I saw was too far. Okay. The next group, the PT, was in business attire. <laughs> So, like, a pressed shirt, business oh, pants, no. a belt tucked in, leather shoes. He was pacing back and forth of the people doing, like, star jumps and stuff like that, oh, just wow. casually yelling out things for them to do. And he was doing no physical exercise, maybe a slight None. Well, he couldn't, he couldn't break a sweat because of the clothes he was wearing. <laughs> That's awful. He might have been going somewhere afterwards. Maybe he had come from somewhere. But I think you need to be wearing the right attire. I don't want to go into my accountant <laughs> and then be wearing fishing gear. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News today, Pauline Hansen's going to her granddaughter's music night. Do we want to be there? No. Most of us will end up going kicking and screaming because we want to stay in our own home. Also, Mel B ate at the Tawong Sizzler for the last time. Oh, that was amazing. And amazing, but also really challenging and hard. And Donald Trump revealed how much he's going to spend on Santa photos this Christmas. I would say a lot. I'm not going to say what, but I will be over $100 million and it could be much more than that. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. If you've listened to the show before, you'd know that each week we ask Beg Nate, plead! For five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. If you want to get into the happiest place on the internet, and let's be honest, why wouldn't you? Of course. All you have to do is pay a cheap admission price of a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store, then write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the show, Zach. And I think we should start this week uh, by, because we haven't done this for a little while, just welcoming any new listeners who uh, might not have heard us set up the forum in any more detail. Uh, welcome. Make yourself at home. Mm. Um, please, no shoes on the carpet. No. Don't want to explain that rule. There was just an incident once. Lil Rick. Yes. Um, took me ages to get those stains out. Yep. So, no longer any shoes on the carpet. Uh, take a seat. There's no seats assigned for anyone, so no. feel free to sit anywhere. And also, this isn't a, a monologue. This is a dialogue. So, exactly. if you've got something to say, pipe up, join in. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, this week, Zach, we've got a review, and this excites me just from the title. Uh, it's from Victor Rias. The title is The Ever-Busy Stefan. <laughs> so Stefan the hairdresser, the mythological, um, I guess, Brisbane uh, celebrity. I-, I wouldn't say he's known outside of Brisbane. Uh, we have had reports of a store in Sydney. That's right. Yes. Um, but a he is a celebrity hairdresser <laughs> from yesteryear. That's true. Not many places have a celebrity hairdresser, but we do. He's known for having a useless landmark in Brisbane yep. for running a hairdresser salon with rainbow colours, things yeah. like that. And if you don't like your haircut, he'll give you <laughs> your money back. Well, Victor Rias um, says that we seem to, ha- to love a good Stefan chat, and I love that people can make that up about us. Mm, that's a regular segment on the show, yeah. Stefan chat. <laughs> Victor says he thought he'd add it to the knowledge base that not only does Stefan have hair salons, we knew mm. that, obviously. Well, hold up. Are we going to officially add it to the knowledge base? Yeah, add it to the knowledge base. All right, hang on. I'll Steph- go get the uh, book. Go get that. Um, do you need the passcode? You got the passcode? Uh, 
You got it? Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, you're in, great. Okay, so... so not Just flick into the right page. Stefan. Yes. The Stefan chapter. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, not only do we know that Stefan has hair salons. Yes, I've got that here. That's in there. Um, you know he has a restaurant? No, I didn't. I like that. Queen nice. Street Mall, JoJo's. JoJo's. Um, it's like, that's no surprise. No, of do you course think? it isn't. No, it's an interesting restaurant. I, I don't know if you should... We have should you been to, there? I've been to JoJo's. We should go to JoJo's one time. Mm. It's an interesting restaurant. Basically, they have every, like, different... Uh, I guess places you can order different cuisines in the world. So basically, so it's like a trip around the world. It's like a cafeteria almost. Oh. It's like its own little food court, but everything's run by Stefan. It oh. also smelled like chlorine when I was there, <laughs> so I don't know what that was about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hair salons, mm-hmm. a restaurant, and apparently I didn't know this one. A boating world. I did know about the boat. You knew that Stefan owned a boating world. I will just write this in. Yep. Well, apparently. Um, yeah, I've just, he's got a famous boat. I didn't know it was a boating world. I, I thought he, that Stefan's boat was a thing, though. Right, well, apparently, no, he sells boats, is what I'm taking from this. He's got a boating superstore. What an odd array of things. I think so. But a if, cafeteria, <laughs> hair salons, hair salons, a sky needle, <laughs> and boats. A broken sky needle, you should add. There's not much separating <laughs> Stefan from a Bond villain. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> oh, if they ever do Bond in Brisbane, Stefan has to be Bond. If he moves into cats, <laughs> buying, selling, breeding, stroking. Well, actually, up at Noosa on the Sunshine Coast, I know that. So there's this really exclusive uh, resort at Little Cove. I think it's called First Cove or something like that. Yeah. And he, for years, I think, might still own the penthouse of that. Mm. Anyway, the entrance in that, you go like underground through like a tunnel. I used to walk past it when I stayed in Noosa. Very Bond villain esque. We might have uncovered something here. Oh my gosh! If Stefan has, what was so? What he's trying to maybe send a, a beam into space from his sky. Needle? Of course. W- what we're going to start? Yes. Is a campaign Stefan for Bond, <laughs> villain. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Because there's a lot of questions around who's going to be Bond, but not many questions around who's going to be the Bond villain. So here's what he's got going for him: wealth. Yep. Uh, I would say eccentricness. Oh, one hundred percent. An accent. You need to have an accent as that's a Bond true. villain. That's true. Um, he also already has the major landmark that already shoots the laser. Exactly. It's just not a very strong laser. (laughs) They just need to crank it up. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we've got a real, a, a real, I think we should send this straight through to the Bond production crew. If you can give us any more information about Stefan, Mm. we would love to put it in the book. Oh my gosh. Should we try and get Stefan on the show? Yes, we should. This is just a game. I reckon before the end of the year, we try to get Stefan on the show and pitch him the idea to him of being the new Bond villain. It's good. Or ask him what the idea behind the Sky Needle is, because I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> There's so many questions we want to ask him. He's a man of mystery. Well, we'll leave that in our producer's capable hands uh, to try and track down Stefan for the show. Um, but Victor, the reason he's gotten in touch, Zach, is obviously, so the Sky Needle, the mm. salons, the boating world and the cafeteria, all of these things, Zach, are things of the past. Do you know what I mean? The hair salon's been around for years, the Sky Needle oh, for years. Does it go on? There's more information. Stefan has just re-entered the business world. Excellent. Victor tells us that he has recently opened a furniture store in West End. Wow. Stefan has gotten into sofas. That's We could go there mm. and maybe see Stefan. Oh, my gosh. Dom, do you know what I'm suspicious of? Yeah. What's this guy's name? He's left this review. <laughs> Victor Rios. Is it Stefan? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my, if, if Stefan... Under a pseudonym. <clears throat> Let's just speak in hushed tones. Mm. If Stefan is listening to this at the moment, give us a signal. Beam the sky needle. <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell anyone. 
Just beam the Sky Needle up into the night sky. Looking outside across the city skyline of Brisbane. (laughs) Nothing yet. Zach, can you do Sky Needle duties overnight? Yes. You're on that? We're going to take... We'll take shifts. Take shifts. If we see the Sky Needle beam up in the next few days, then we know that Stefan is Victor. Oh, Oh, would that not be incredible? People of Brisbane, keep your eye out. (laughs) We're going to have some Stefan updates. I can tell you that much. Uh, If you do want to get on the Collective Noun forum, either to be part of Stefan chat or for any other reason at all. Maybe replying to something we've done in the show. Definitely. uh, If you weren't able to call up. Yes. You can maybe answer a question we've asked. All you have to do is leave a five-star rating on Collecting Man on the iTunes store, write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the show. Zach, we're currently playing the game that tests how well everyone knows Brisbane. Collective Nouns, guess your address. 131060, if you're on your way home now, what you need to do is give us your road, your direction, and how many minutes you are from home. From that information... We have to guess the suburb you live in. Our first contestant tonight is Dan. Dan, what's your road direction and minutes from home? Uh, mate, I'm on Kessels Road. I'm heading west and I'm about 15 minutes from home. Okay, Kessels Road through McGregor. What part of Kessels Road, Dan? Um, just going past the big Cusack Stadium. Oh, right, QE2. Okay. Oh, I know. this. Many a Bronco games there when I was a kid. Minutes. So obviously 15 minutes. Well, you're going way past Salisbury. You might even be heading out... Oh, I'm actually going to take a punt here. I might be going too far and might be in the wrong direction. But, Dan, is there any chance it's... Actually, no, I'm changing my mind. Maruka. Is it Maruka, Dan? No, it's not Maruka. Uh, What was it? (laughs) Forest Lake. I was going to go Forest Lake. Oh, Tom, you always go with your first (laughs) instinct. You always go. I thought Forest Lake would be the wrong... Well, too far. That's such a shame. I've let the team down to begin with. All right, Jaden, what's your road direction and minutes from home? Um, northbound on the M1, and I'm about 35 minutes from home. Okay, what part of the M1 are you on at the moment? Just passing Beanley North. Okay, okay. all right. So we're coming into the city from uh, down south, Dom. The, are you going to be passing through the city, Jaden? No. no. Okay, we're going to stop shorts, but south we're going to be pretty close. Yeah, I'm thinking instantly Green Slopes, Annerley area, but really, he could take any of the exits and go a fair way out. Okay, let's ask you a question, Jaden. Is there a McDonald's in your home suburb? Yes. There okay. is. Okay, and... That doesn't narrow it down too much, though. How many minutes off the M1 is your suburb, Jaden? Um, quite, oh, 20. 20. Oh, oh, that's tricky. Okay, that means it's so... a fair way. Oh, jeez, it could be anything. I'm just going to have to take a random pun here. Will you back me in to just go here, Zach? Um, yeah, but <laughs> I want you to go with your first instinct this time. My first instinct... Is it El Jester, Jaden? No. Oh, <laughs> what was it? Anala. Anala. Uh, right oh, I had Lake. no idea, to be honest. That's uh, right near Forest Lake. We're getting callers from that area tonight, evidently. Um, our last contestant now uh, for the, this week, Zach, is Luke. Luke, what's your road direction and minutes from home? All right, guys. I'm on the, uh, the Gateway Arterial heading north, and I'm six minutes from home. Six minutes. What part of the Gateway Arterial, Luke? I have just passed the Nudgy Road exit. Nudgy Road, this oh, is Northside, Zach. Okay. This is your neck of the woods. Six minutes north of Nudgy Road. Um, I'm instantly, I'm thinking that's possibly Boondle, is it, in mm. that area? Um, I'm going to go further north. Further north? I don't know it well. Yes. I'm going to go Luke Shorncliffe. No. Oh, what was it? Northgate. Northgate. Oh, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, Luke. <laughs> Never heard of Northgate. <laughs> Have you done? I've heard of Northgate. Okay. Tell me about it. Um, I haven't heard a lot about Northgate, <laughs> but I 
have heard a little bit about Northgate. Oh, well, that's uh, that's none from three. An unsuccessful guess your address. That's a shame. It's a training run. Do you know what I mean? This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. So I just wanted to end the show by asking you a question. Hit me. Uh, potentially boring. Mm-hmm. Just want to put that out there. Um, we should put that before every time we talk on the radio. <laughs> we should have a little alarm that says potentially boring. <laughs> Likely boring even. Um, you know when you had these, probably what, for 10 years now, being electric windows in cars? Um, at least. 15, 15? pushing 20. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. Well, what I don't understand, why do the back windows not go down the whole way, but the front ones do? I assume it's so people in the back can't jump out. Are people in the front going to jump out? Yeah, because you wouldn't have kids in the front or animals. That would be my prediction. Okay, so it's for kids and animals. Yeah, I think so. so. Ba- it's like having like, um, what what are the things? Child safe doors, right? There's a switch on the doors, right. isn't there? Or something like there that? Is too. I don't have children, but I assume that's what it's for. <laughs> what did you think it was for? Wasn't sure. I'm glad we cleared it up. You though. just thought every car in the world had a defect. <laughs> Uh, that is all we got time for uh, on the show tonight. If you want to see uh, our video of making a current affair very poetic and very high art, head to our Facebook page. That is Collective Noun on there. Uh, if you want to hear the whole show, search for Collective Noun on iTunes. You can, uh, can subscribe to the podcast there. Till tomorrow night, Zach, that's us out. See ya. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online at facebook.com slash collective noun comedy. Brisbane's Hit 105.